0: Right, welcome into another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. My name is Rick McClatchy. Most of y'all are familiar with me. I'm a staff pastor here at the Rocky Butte campus of Manor House, and, uh, man, just really excited to be here today to jump into a topic called freedom, uh, that, well, that word, I mean, people are interested in probably being more free and that kind of thing, and um, but a lot of times... I think uh, we lead people to the cross and we introduce them to their savior and then we say have a good time talk to you later um, And because of that dynamic i think i know uh, Manahouse house as a church we've been kind of going through a journey of rediscovering uh, what it means to help people not just know god but begin to settle their yesterdays and actually find real freedom um, and because I don't know everything and I need help, here I've invited my great friend, uh, Trevin Anderson, actually, to the program. Trevin, welcome.
1: Wow, man, thank you so much. It's, uh, it's good to be here.
0: Thanks for coming and uh, making time to do this. And uh, I know you're far busier than I am, and so uh, it, it really honors me that you would come and take time to do this. Uh, all joking aside, though, um, give us, give the audience just a quick bio of who you are, yeah. uh, maybe what your role is here yeah. at the church and why in the world would I invite you to come and talk about freedom.
1: Yeah, um, well, like you said, my name is Trevin Anderson and I'm, uh, uh, I am carry a new title as of like last week. And it's very long. Yeah, it's very long. It's the uh, Central Groups and Care Specialist.
0: Yeah, I used to give like three business cards taped yeah. together just to help hold the
1: title. I have to breathe real deep before I start or I get <laughs> lightheaded.
0: We got him an oxygen tank for that. So. Uh, it's, it's true. exactly. <laughs> so,
1: um, yeah, I actually I've served in multiple roles here at the church over the last few years. I was a worship pastor. I was a staff pastor. Um, and now I'm moving into the central role, helping to honestly uh, really carry the heart and the vision of MANA House when it comes to groups and care. Um, I'm going to champion and believe in and hope for that we can really just grow group culture on all of our campuses in unity. Uh, and so I'm really excited uh, to carry this new role and uh, I look to Rick for a lot of wisdom and so I'm excited to be a part of your podcast and uh, continue to learn more and more about this role as we move forward. So yeah, it's going to be good.
0: Totally. So. Um, Now, I gave kind of a super snippet version of what Freedom is. Um, So Freedom is a small group curriculum. It's 12 weeks long. Um, A big shout out to our friends at Church of the Highlands in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Really, I mean the whole state of Alabama. They're kind of taking it over for the Lord. That's pretty cool. Um, But just mad props to our our friends there. Um, Every time we go there, we're just treated with such care and hospitality and warmth and. Um, and, and their humility—it's ridiculous. And, Such their, a food, right? uh, and the their food, right? their food is amazing. Well, like yeah, I mean, southern fried the South, chicken, so. just, oh, <laughs> the barbecue. So good. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I know that as we were even kind of uncovering um, this whole freedom thing, which. Yeah. Um, why don't you give the brief story, just as yeah. your introduction, maybe kind of through through your wife Stephanie and how that all happened?
1: Yeah, honestly, uh, the my personal freedom journey really and discovering what freedom even was really started with my wife. Uh, she came to me; it was discipling a young lady who had been dealing with some stuff from her past. She had been uh, molested as a child and was dealing with some ongoing abuse in her own life currently. My wife came to me kind of out of desperation; just didn't didn't really have the tools or even really a curriculum or a place to to send this lady or help this lady with with the issues that she was struggling with, and you know I myself kind of almost was a little bit of a loss because such a serious situation. And I remember that our lead pastor had been talking about um, this freedom curriculum, and I said, you know, I, I really haven't looked through it, um, but why don't you take it and I'll give you the. The digital format of it, and, and why don't you see if it'll work? And uh, and they begin to go on this journey um, of really it's twelve weeks dealing with different parts of uh, your approach to God and how you actually interact with the Lord. Uh, so many of us do it out of the wrong motive, uh, and then um, and then it really talks about um, issues of your heart. You know, the how you deal, how you forgive people, how you interact with people, um, and and then lastly, it deals with uh, spiritual warfare. Um, we all tend to, and maybe that's a little bit of an overgeneralization, but uh, you know, some of us deal with living in a victim mindset. Uh, we don't live as overcomers as Christ has won the victory for us, um, but we tend to live with that mit- victim mindset. And, and it really gives people uh, uh, an ability to, f- to fight that spiritual warfare that is in their life. And so she walked with this gal through this process, and I'm telling you, uh, the, the miracle transformation in her life was... Uh, was really really mind-blowing really incredible Um, I just recently ran into her again and she's doing so so well Uh, and a lot of that isn't just a a magical curriculum right it's that things don't get solved because you read a book or anything like that It, it has to do with the effort that she's put in her own life of to seek the Lord and to go get the counseling that she's needed to get and but really a lot of it started with being able to to face down her past and face down her issues and, and a lot of that started around freedom in this small group curriculum that we've we've launched with our church now. So
0: I remember when we started looking at it and, you know, Stephanie had that journey and there was yeah. some success and some excitement kinda of stirred because of that mm-hmm. and and I remember us thinking, All right, let's add another curriculum to <laughs> to our tool belt and that's legitimately all we thought it was. Yeah. Well it in- was
1: Curriculum can be like a cuss word in the the church small (laughs) group world, right? right? It's like, do we need another curriculum? I don't know.
0: But this curriculum came so highly recommended that that it was like, I think we're willing to explore this, you But um, I remember uh, because there is a a conference or a weekend encounter Mm -hmm. piece that comes at the end, um, we were actually fortunate enough to be able to go back to Alabama and attend um, Church of the Highlands uh, Freedom Conference. And... Um, actually, it was even before we got to the conference. Just being there at the church and hearing people talk, hearing the the shared language, the culture yeah. that existed, we began to understand that this whole freedom thing um, was w- much more significant than just a freedom yeah. than than just a small group right. curriculum. And so, um, why don't you uh, why don't you just share kind of a personal testimony, maybe of yeah. How how did freedom impact your life? Yeah. As we kind of did a really quick through, but then we've yeah. we've led it a few times now, and
1: you know, obviously, uh, I really have a personal belief that uh, you know you don't want to lead your church into something that you personally haven't gone through yourself. Um, you know, if you don't have victory over a certain area, or at least in the fight for victory in a certain area, I don't know that you necessarily have an authority to speak on an area. And so um, myself, uh, Rick, yourself, and Rick, uh, and uh, Pastor Walter and a few of us uh, d- decided to actually just go through the curriculum. And, and it was something that we'd never really done before. As a, as a staff, we, really, we, we created a small group. Um, we set some time aside. We got together, uh, kind of went behind closed doors, and, 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 and really began to talk about how when we're reading this. And, and I like to look at freedom more, and not necessarily as a curriculum, but more as like a devotional you read through each week and there's 12 weeks in the whole thing and every week you're writing down scripture and 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 it's and it's speaking to you and the lord's illuminating things and it just begins to kind of just get you to think a little bit differently about it and so we're going through this whole thing and, and the lord begins to just honestly speak to me about an area of my life that i just don't have victory over yet and that was in the area of fear and anxiety um and and it was such a heavy thing for me through this whole entire process i remember sitting in the room with all of us and, you know, uh, uh, you know, one person starts opening up about the issue in their life. Another person starts opening up. And I'm realizing, like, I-, I can either take this moment right now and I can be real strong and be a leader and gut my way through it. Or I can allow the Holy Spirit to really work in my life. And, uh, and-, and I'd like to say that it was the-, the magic bullet that fixed the problem. But what I think I found through not only the curriculum but also going back to Highlands for their encounter was – um, the Lord illuminated an area of my life that was a new battlefield for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an area where I had to go with faith and with prayer and really submission to the Lord and surrender this area. And for me, it was control. And because I controlled, I was fearful. And, 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 and vice versa, it kind of worked both ways, right? Because you
0: realize how inadequate you yeah, are to right? control it. Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> and so I was trying to control things, and it led to fear, and it led to, led to problems, and... Um, I, I think there's a lot of us leaders out there that, that can really speak and attest to a lot of that reality as well. Uh, we like to be in charge, that's why we're leaders. Um, right. But we also have to realize that authority is given, um, authority isn't taken. You know? And so uh, we went back to Highlands and it was, it was an incredible experience, not just because Highlands is such a generous, uh, amazing host of a church, but what we learn from them when it comes to how this is so foundational for not just people but the whole culture of life-giving uh, talk and relationships and things like that. And so we came back uh, and and we sat around the table again and we basically said, you know what before we ever take this to our church, we need to make sure that our staff is healthy yeah And so um, we walked this journey where we actually again, we broke our staff and how many how many of you have a staff? 60, 70 uh, yeah, people was, in that group. Yeah, it was in the, it was in the 60, yeah. To 70. Uh, yeah, so exactly. So we, we, we took that, that number of people, broke them out, you know, men with men and women with women, just because the issues that you're going to talk about, it's best done and, and, and in gender those types of in, in gender right? specific groups. And so uh, we walked through that and, uh, and we did an encounter. At the same time, we simultaneously actually took uh, leaders from our campuses uh, through the small group. And then uh, in uh, May or June of last year, uh, we actually did an encounter weekend. And really the encounter weekend is this. It's a, it's a power encounter after you've gotten the truth encounter through the small group curriculum. And so uh, we had this power encounter weekend. And it, it, it was just so, so incredible to watch uh, our dream team pray for staff uh, yeah. and be so, so minister to both ways, really. Um, and it really, just hearing the stories of, of people on our staff who who were able to finally come to the realization that their approach to god or the issues from their past they just hadn't dealt with or they were living in a victim type mindset um that they found freedom in this um or they found a new area like for me a new area that they needed to go to warfare in and, and to begin to claim victory over and ask jesus for help and so um it has done so much for our church
0: yeah and uh, yeah seriously well i I think actually I might invite you back for another episode just to talk about the weekend encounter. Because yeah. I think as we give, begin to give people some resource about what freedom is, yeah. the next question, because I think uh, we can get pretty, pretty good overview of yeah. what it is uh, as far as the curriculum and how the groups function in this episode but then I think taking another episode to really talk about what does that weekend encounter (laughs) look like and what are some things we learned along the way to help give other churches that might want to pick this up a little bit of a shortcut into how to get into this Uh, we are big fans of it as as Trevin was just saying so so much that it has done for our church and we're just so thankful for just the grace of God to help us you know bumbling and stumbling around to just I think kind of get it right how yeah. we introduce it to the church and my my journey would be really similar in that mm-hmm. I went into doing the freedom curriculum like all right let's let's check this out I generally have a you know mostly positive attitude about going into stuff I assume it's gonna be good and um, I remember as we were going through it together that the forgiveness section really kind of hit me mm-hmm. um, but then I went, when I went to the the conference That was where the Holy Spirit really highlighted this rejection issue Mm -hmm. that I apparently had been dealing with for a very long time and just had no real um, understanding that it was even there. It's kind of like after you wear a pair of glasses long enough, you don't even realize you're looking through (laughs) unless the lenses get dirty, you know, you don't even realize they're on your face. Um, and I like what you said that it's not like it was a magic pill or bullet yeah, yeah. or you know that solved all of my problems. It was an awareness mm-hmm. moment where the Holy Spirit just showed me like here yeah. is and you know like my good friend Joe says uh, knowing is half the battle. Right. right? So
1: thank you, Joe. Um,
0: <laughs> go, Joe. And um, and that really was kind of what it was for me is I was like oh. I didn't even know that was there right and so over the last year and a half now whatever it's been yep. working working that out step by step yep. with totally empowered by the grace of god yep. so so we talked a little bit about it's we've got a book yep. and it's got 12 weeks how, how do those 12 weeks even look what's that yeah. what's that look like
1: yeah I lightly i lightly talked on this on the reality that i, I think freedom's more of a devotional mm-hmm. than it is like uh, sit down and somebody teach me something um, and so uh, there's there's really three sections in it. Uh, there's the first section and each section is actually uh, hosted by Chris Hodges. There's a video you watch and you do that together but then the rest of the time is really devotional and you're going through and, you, and you're journaling and you're writing and you're writing a lot of scripture and a lot of reflecting uh, and then the group times uh, you actually come together and you, you talk on the leader hosts the, the group and there, there's some general questions but we found honestly, I think the best way to go through it is is starting with a question is what what what's God speaking to you? Yeah, you know, um, if is there an area in this you know topic or this week mm-hmm. that the Lord is speaking to you on? And uh, and I found when you ask that question in the midst of somebody consistently doing their devotions over a week or so, um, that they have so much to say that hour or however long your group lasts right. goes real quick. Um, and then, honestly, uh, at the end of each group's time, I just make sure that we, we just stop and we pray. Um, there's always things coming up in people's lives. And, and, and as you're going through this, there's going to be a lot of things that come up in people's lives. And so uh, you want to make sure that you pray and, and close each time with that. And then really, uh, you just continue through it that way. Um, and then, like we've kind of alluded to and talked about in the past, after the twelve weeks, there's an encounter weekend. There's we said encounter and conference and different yeah. words. It's it's Inter- really interchangeable. It's interchangeable words, but it's it's a, it's a it's a moment. It's a weekend where we uh, we set time aside and we go and we hear a little bit of teaching and a little bit of uh, prayer and a lot of waiting on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, like you said, I, I would love to come back and talk about the weekend because I'm I'm. I think I'm just as passionate about the weekend as I am the small group curriculum. It's a great one-two punch, you know,
0: like I don't think either of them um, stand super well on their own, but you put them together and it's pretty powerful, so.
1: I will say this, you know, I I spoke with one of the, I don't know if he was an executive pastor or one of the campus pastors there in Highlands, and we told him that we had just gone through freedom that weekend, and he made this statement, it's a pretty profound statement at the moment, he said, you know, I'd never go to a church that didn't have something like freedom in it. yeah. And at the time, I didn't really understand what he meant when he said that. Um, but to see the impact that it's had, not just on my church, but on my own personal life, uh, I think I would echo that same phrase, yeah. um, that I don't know that, that, that I would go to a church that doesn't have something like this, a foundational uh, step for people to take as they start this new journey with Jesus. Or honestly, if they've been following Jesus for a long, long time, it's easy for us to get in a rut in the way we pursue our relationship yeah. with Jesus. So. Yeah, that's
0: certainly been my experience as we've taken some pretty uh, pretty experienced leaders so. through this material. and. Um, I've had a couple be like, man, well, I don't know. It was okay. But for the most part, the leaders are like, wow, I can't believe the adjustments I am seeing I need to make as I've allowed myself to kind of slip into some wrong ways of thinking. Um, Really the the overriding um, thought process behind freedom is that Jesus died on the cross and said, it is finished. And so he took all of the authority. I love Colossians chapter 2 just paints such a beautiful picture of how complete his victory was. Right. Like, he stripped the enemy of all of his power right. and made, made a, a show. public show yeah. of him. Embarrassing, like, it's just, wow, way to go, Jesus. But yeah. how often do we then kind of just forget that? Yeah. And we begin to uh, listen to the lies of the enemy and begin to agree with them mm-hmm. and actually kind of partner with that and and then find ourselves kind of chained up to things. Yeah. That, that we're not meant to live in or under yeah. and so that's what's so powerful about this whole process is really just awareness being yeah. aware of the lies of the enemy that you're believing so that you can then replace those lies yep. with the truth yep. of the gospel and yep. walk in the freedom that has already been purchased for right. you so um, I, I love the way that it's laid out where he just starts out with your relationship with God Yeah. talking about your approach to God are, mm-hmm. you, are you approaching out of Um, you know, duty? Are you trying to earn? Mm -hmm. Are you, you know, performance track? And I mean, um, did any of that kind of resonate with you as you were going through?
1: I mean, yeah, I'm a pastor's kid. I grew up in the church, right? Right. Like um, I'm I'm constantly trying to uh, push down that person because that person wants to come up all the time because so much of my faith and my walk with the Lord is learned behavior. Um, and, and I didn't, you don't really realize that until you start getting a little bit older and a little bit more uh, educated in it. And so we, uh, the, the whole idea of approaching God out of delight. Yeah. Versus duty, mm-hmm. man. That just that. I mean, like you've
0: read it a million times, yeah. and you yeah. know,
1: like you know all the verses, and you know all, you can quote all the, the scripture you want. But like when, when he breaks down the whole approach, and he uses the the imagery of Adam and Eve, and the, the the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and the tree of life, and it's just a beautiful imagery. And uh, but how we can simply easily slip into the approach to God as something that we have to earn. And somehow yeah. we have to uh, earn our salvation. And at times, I, like I've been guilty of it. Like I probably even said this. Like it would almost be easier because I'm really, really good at <laughs> working. I'm Great. really good at working go. hard. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but the reality is, is, is no matter how hard I, we work, we we can't earn it. It's not good enough. And and it's not good enough, right? And so um, it, the wonderful reality is, is that, like you said, Jesus paid it all. And when we live in that, there's such a freedom uh, that it, it's liberating, and we don't have to walk around with that hundred thousand pound of weight on our shoulder. We don't have to live with fear, with uh, you know, with lack of uh, forgiveness or dealing with rejection or whatever stones hold us down. We don't have to live that way right. because the reality is, is Jesus has won it all and paid it all, and so I love yeah.
0: towards the end of the book there. There's a quote in there about we don't fight for victory, we fight from victory. And it's like, uh, I never knew a preposition could be so powerful, you know? Just understanding the correct preposition of our position in Christ. And so um, I I was personally really impacted by even the spiritual order Mm -hmm. lesson where it just talks about your spirit, your soul, your mind, will, and your emotions, and then your body. Mm -hmm. So those three pieces of us and how they're just so intertwined and you can't you know just ignore Mm -hmm. one and Mm -hmm. like you have to pay attention to all of them but making sure that our spirit is is top dog Mm -hmm. and is in control and is the boss of our soul Mm -hmm. our because i we as a staff really wrestled with wow uh, we we understand (laughs) how to do church pretty
1: well professional church yeah so we can
0: we can operate out of our mind yeah and so we we found like wow it's really easy to slip into being very soulish right. in the way that you operate without even realizing it because it's no. not like you're thinking evil things in your heart. No. You're just not leaning into right. the leading of the Holy Spirit as much as we should. And so.
1: You can build a church a long time on soul skill. Yeah. And, and you can build good churches with soul skill, um, but you don't build healthy people with yeah. soul skill.
0: Yeah, I guess I would put good in air quotes, yeah, you know, for. Right. <laughs> for the radio audience, yeah, right. right? Because, uh, <laughs> cause, you know, I, there,
1: there's a certain amount of, of of building acumen that can be translated across different uh, spheres, whether it be the business world or the church world. And you, and you can build in a certain way and use certain skills. But ultimately, at, at the end of the day, you're going to walk away depleted and empty. And you're going to be so, 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 like... Completely absolved of yourself, and so so hurt and broken. And we mm-hmm. see pastors that burn out all the time because they work from their soul. They work from from the ability that God gave them, and that's not a bad thing. But we have to understand, like you said, and I think in that in that spiritual order that that God positioned our spirit to be the one in charge because He knew it was best for us. Yeah. And so yeah, I think that's really good. That's yeah, awesome.
0: and then um, man, that middle part of the of the book is just <laughs> surrender. Forgiveness, yeah. work power of yeah. words, surrender. Yeah, it's it's just like week after week of like, whoa, you know. We always the Holy talk about, Spirit right? digging deep, man. Yeah, <laughs>
1: we, we always make the joke of just wait till you get to chapter seven. Just wait till you yeah. to, you know, because you yeah. just get there and the Holy Spirit just does such deep work inside of people, and it's it's really honestly, it's beautiful to see, and it's it's really cool.
0: So we we take this time today um, to to go over this material, um, not because. I mean, Church of the Highlands is such a gracious church and actually making the resources available at no cost. Yeah. I mean, all all kinds of resources yeah. to, to be able to pull it off. Um, and so there isn't any sort of, we don't make any money yeah. off of getting people on board with freedom. It's just been such a significant impact to our church, to our personal lives that to me, it's like, of course, we want to get the word out yeah. about this because it it's just such a great tool to walk people through key steps in their relationship with God to get them started on firm footing or if they've been in there for a while to maybe get them back on the rails. Maybe they've kind of slipped off the track and we need to get them back on the rails. And so mm-hmm. um, so that's why we're taking time to talk through this today. Um, our heart here at Manahouse House is to be a resource yeah. to other, other churches and just people right. Um, so, uh, certainly at any time you can reach out to me, Rick M at manahouse.church. And yep. uh, I think Trevin is Trevin M A yep. at manahouse.church. Yep. Um, And don't ask what the MA stands for. It's a long story. Um, Okay, it might might be his initials, (laughs) so fine. Um, So, uh, Trevin, thank you so much for coming and being a part today and just sharing your heart. Um, I think it's valuable for people to be able to just hear that, and and I believe God's going to make it resonate in some people's hearts. Um, So if you are a lead pastor of a church, um, I say um, go get this done, man or woman. Um, And if you if you're a support leader, if you're a dream teamer, if you're just serving in your church, and I just really encourage you to take it, take it to one of your pastors or to your yeah. pastor and just say, hey, uh, listen to this podcast and then check out this material, whatever. Like we would we would love to help walk you through how to get the ball rolling. Uh, because it will bring life yeah. to your church, to the people in your church, to your community, the city around you. And so uh, again, thank you so much, uh, Trevin, for being here. Yeah. You're awesome, I really appreciate you. Uh, value your friendship, Thanks, not, just, not just working with you, but just being friends. Yeah. And um, thank you for listening today, for being a part of our audience. Uh, if this is benefiting you, love it if you could like and comment and share and all that good stuff so that more people could be aware um, you can send questions, comments, and uh, save this night remarks for Trevin. Uh, love, to, love to hear from you at any time. And with that, we just say God bless you and have the most amazing day.